Welcome to the CEO of Destiny podcast, where you will find the tools to fulfill the purpose of your generation and wildly succeed in the marketplace. And now your host, Andre J. Benjamin. Welcome to the CEO of Destiny podcast. I'm your host, Andre J. Benjamin, and I'm excited today to have a guest, an author, an investor, uh, the chief investment officer at Tradecraft Capital, Tradecraft Capital, it's a lot of C's, <laughs> at a crypto asset hedge fund. Um, Jake holds a degree in computer science with a specialty in artificial intelligence. He graduated from the University of Texas at Austin and has his early work cited in over 700 Google Scholar, Scholar citations. He went on to become a software entrepreneur and an investment investor in traditional markets building a multi-million dollar software services firm and co continuing as a successful angel investor before focusing on the crypto asset investment. I'm delighted to have the author of a new book that I've uh, been really enjoying and actually having great conversations with our 11-year-old on, uh, Mr. Jake Ryan. Jake, welcome to the show. How are you? Great to be here. Thanks for, thanks for that, Andre. Yes. So uh, first off, why don't you tell us a little about yourself? I know we always can read the bios and the information that you have listed, um, but tell us a little about yourself personally. Sure. I, uh, yeah, I went to school to get a computer science degree. I got out of school and was a software engineer for, you know, 15, 20 years. So we would build custom application development uh, and, and build specialized business software for the likes of uh, American Express or Fox Sports or um, just many companies uh, that you've probably heard of. Um, I started I started at MCI Communications, which was a, a global uh, telecom company, but it, it went under. It was a Fortune 100 company. Uh, but then I started my own consulting firm in 2002 uh, and did that for quite some time. About 2014, I started to do angel investing and I started to kind of connect with some accelerators and VC firms out in LA. And uh, I think I made about 15 investments. Uh, many of those are still live today. Um, I started to invest in blockchain companies. I think in 2015, I, I invested in two or three. Um, I started to invest in Bitcoin specifically in 2016. I think I paid maybe $468 for my first three coins. And then, uh, and then I thought, you know, this really is at the intersection of economics, investment, and technology. And I know a pretty good amount of all of those things. And so I decided to, uh, to start a hedge fund. And so we, I started a hedge fund in 2017 and 18 and uh, brought a partner in and, and we've grown it from there. Um, I think the last thing is probably three or four years ago, I really wanted to write a book. Uh, I had written two book uh, proposals and they, they both didn't make it. They both died on the vine. Um, none of them got a literary agent, but this, this, uh, long article I had written on Medium. Uh, it was called Crypto's Role in the Age of Autonomy. Um, I thought it had legs and I wrote that in 2018. So I, 
I really beefed it up and wrote a business proposal around it and got an agent and the agent got uh, two book deals for me, one from Wiley and one from another. And I took Wiley. And so that was kind of the story of how the book was born. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, we like to unpack things and, you know, I want to definitely hear you elaborate on some of this. So for instance, uh, when you talk about uh, you start, you decided to start a hedge fund after making some investments in 2015, uh, what sparked you? I mean, how did you even know about hedge funds? Explain what a hedge fund is for people that may not know what that is. Sure. So uh, a hedge fund is a, a pooled investment. So I would be investing for, uh, on behalf of other people. Um, it is a, it has an exception to certain regulations with the SEC. Uh, and it's to, to get those exceptions, you only can uh, accept high net worth individuals money. So usually family offices or institutions or high net worth individuals that have $2 million and up. Uh, so that's, if you, if you get those type of investors, uh, you can uh, uh, go with less regulation. It's much less than something like a, a mutual fund. Um, and you're able to invest in anything you want, basically. Um, the goal is to maximize risk adjusted returns. So sometimes you're hedging, uh, you're hedging out certain risks, um, but you may be investing in an alternative asset could be uh, exploration or some new whatever. Um, and so hedge funds, a lot of times will, uh, will be formed, you know, for alternative assets. Um, so that's what so where were you first exposed to hedge funds? Because you went from computer science to, you know, kind of exploring. And I know you bought a couple of Bitcoins, but what got you? Yeah, I, I had always wanted to be a hedge fund manager, really. I had grown up as a, as a child. Yeah, as a kid, I think 14 <laughs> or 15, I had bought my first mutual fund. It was a Fidelity Technology Select Fund. And then I bought my first couple of stocks at 16. Uh, one of them was Qualcomm, and that ended up doing really well um, and paid for a lot of my college. So I had been investing for a long time. Um, How did you get started? Uh, my dad, my dad helped me, you know, he, nice. he was, uh, you know, my, my stepdad helped me just look in the paper and, you know, kind of watch the, the prices and then, you know, see how you might pick a particular stock or a particular uh, a mutual fund. And so I just found that fascinating. And, and so you developed the habit as a young child and then you kept on with it. You stuck with that's it. it. Then after college, I, you know, started doing uh, regular public equities trading. Uh, and then I started to do options trading. Um, and that's really where you get some of the skill that you need to be able to manage risk. And so, so what you, so you wrote an article on medium that really gained some steam. You talked about the previous book proposals that had failed, um, cause you were trying to score a literary agent to work with them. Can you elaborate on why particular you even wrote the article? So, and how it ended up and why you were wanting to write a book. What was it that you're trying to express and who's the target audience that you're aiming for? Like when yeah. you're speaking to, because I know when people write, you write with someone in mind. Sometimes it's themselves at a specific phase of life so that they can educate themselves. Yeah, for me, uh, I was at a particular phase in my life where self-expression was really important. I wanted to get 
you know, my voice out. And so I tried to sing, but I wasn't very good. I wasn't bad, but you know, I took singing lessons. Um, but I really was a good writer. There was like, um, I could express myself in, in a way that people thought was interesting. Um, I would do it in story form. And the, the goal is really to be storytelling. You know, you don't want to read a reference manual. So you really want to read a, a story. So a lot of the book is more storytelling. Um, I really, and I wanted to be a writer. So I, I knew it would take a long time. It's very hard to get a book published. Um, they look for a lot of things, but I just kept at it uh, over the years. And when crypto came around, when Bitcoin came around, I knew it was going to be transformational. Um, I had gone through the internet. You know, I was a software engineer during the internet bubble. And, you know, I remember all the dot coms and I remember what it felt like in college to have this vision of what the internet could be. And, you know, we could have these mobile phones and we could, you know, pipe a movie over the internet, you know, but it was terrible back then. I mean, I worked as a customer service agent at an ISP and, you know, we do this dial up with modems and people <laughs> out in the hill country would call up and say, yeah, I just bought the internet and, you know, <laughs> work, you know, so you're standing there in the, in the nineties with the reality of something that doesn't work very well, but with this vision, you could see what it could be in a decade or so. And so I could, I had that same human experience about Bitcoin. Um, and so I, I know this will be transformational for money because I know the problems that we're having with our, with our money. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Do us a favor. If this was useful in any way for you, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Reviews will allow others to easily discover the podcast. If you'd like more information and to receive a free download, rediscover your destiny, go to ceoofdestiny.com. Thanks again and tune in next time.